Late Night City, Beyond the Dark. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Beyond the Dark, I've got Trinity Paranormal Team. I've got Bernard and Ian with us. I haven't a clue what it's about, but of course I'm fascinated by it. Uh, and that's why we call it Beyond the Dark. Hello, Bernard. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello, Peter. Welcome to the programme. Thank you. Welcome Good to, to be the here. tower. We don't have many guests in. We usually have them on the phone, but we decided to, uh, you know, have you in to find out what it's all about. Who's the best talker? Ian. Oh, right. <laughs> but Ian's nervous. So am I. That'll be fine. I'll I'll battle through. Right. Tell us about ten, uh, Trinity a Paranormal Team. Where, where did it come from? Tell us a history about it. We've always had an interest in the paranormal. Mine stems back to an experience he had when I was sixteen. Um, basically, well, it was my father passed away then, and I don't know whether it was the emotions of the time, but I know he. I did see him. He did come back. Um, visited me and old, from then on I was 16 at right. the time and what, what did you see tell me what you saw I basically saw an outline of my father sitting on the end of my bed and I just he just turned to me smiled and then dissipated but it, it was like a reassurance I felt at the time because I say obviously with the emotions that are running then it was an experience and I've always wanted to know more from that time. Did it not scare you? Um, I wouldn't say I was scared. I, it was a, sh a shock, obviously. But the emotion that was there at the time, it was a pleasant feeling because I didn't really have time to say goodbye to my father because it was a sudden illness. It was nice to have that little bit of closure. Did you put it to one side or did it stay with you? It's always stayed with me. Um... And I think that's where my interest is basically stemmed from. I've always wanted to experience that again, that Simple type of emotion. It was, it, it was frightening but enjoyable, if you see yeah. what I mean, because of it. So what's your story? Well, it started off when I was, must have been in high school, I was reading through Tom Slim books and listening to you know, your radio show when he used to come on and talk about the stories. And just from there, it's always been that, fascination of what else is out there. So nothing's happened to you? you never... Not not me, myself, no. It's just interest through stories from what people have told me and just trying to find out if there's anything... Because there's got to be something more than just us. There's got to be something after us. We can't just live and then vanish. But what... You, now, it's interesting you say that. A blade of grass dies. Why can't we just die? Or do you believe, and I'm not being flippant, a blade of grass goes somewhere? Could do. We never. We, what, no. I. I just want to find out for definite what happens to us because we've li we live on here for well, 50, 60, 70 years, and then you kind of hope that that's yeah. not just the be all and end all. And but I, isn't the unknown scary? Oh, if I can, if I, I think can that's what keeps life out to me. <laughs> It does frighten the life of me, but that's that's the thrill. That's the thrill of... It frightens me, but it's interesting. It's something It's something that I've got no, no understanding of, and that's what I want to find out. Um, so how did you two get together? Um, we we met through, through work, through um, charity shops. We used to manage charity shops, and that's how we've come together. And then we've we found out we had this interest of paranormal and 
ghosts and then it just went from there we just booked on an event and then within basically got hooked into it yeah it's kind of like our, our drug wasn't it it was like yeah, our, it's, in a way it's like an adrenaline yeah because you are always searching you always want to <clears throat> see a bit more I mean, we're not one of them where everything is paranormal. Nine times out of ten, you c- it can be explained. But it's that 1% that keeps you intrigued. That 1% that you can't explain. So where did the name come from? Trinity Paranormal um, You came up with that, didn't you? It was... Yeah. Because um... there was originally supposed to be three of us, but one dropped out. Yeah. And we, we liked the name anyway. It just... I think it has certain religious connotations as well, so that gets into the spiritual side. I mean, one thing with our team is that we have people with various beliefs, and we encourage that, because that's it. We're not stuck to one particular, this is the way it is. We like to take as much as we can on board. So where does religion come into your life, for instance? I am born a Catholic. I was christened a Catholic, and... Um, I do go to church sometimes, but it's never really been something that's important for me. Well, where's it tied up with paranormal in your life? For me, it's the spiritual side. Um, Because I I go to a spiritualist church, and it's a Christian spiritualist church. So where does religion fit into your life? Um, In all honesty, it doesn't. I'm not particularly religious. I I do believe in a higher power. But I couldn't say it's a particular God form. Do you believe in this high power being part of the spiritual world? I do. I think it's all connected. I do believe in that. Well, I'd like to. Because as I say, I mean, I don't really just want my life to be this and then stop. Why? I think it comes down to... Does it make your life... Not. I wouldn't say futile... But whatever you do, there's no real aim. I mean, unless you make a difference... So what's the aim when you're dead? To another life? Hmm, good point. Um, I mean, what is the point of any of us being here if we, we're going to talk like that? So why would we go on to another another plane? I suppose it all depends on your belief system in anyway, because, I mean, it's, if there's a heaven, you go there... If you believe in reincarnation, you eventually come back. See, I'd never knock anyone's personal religions. Oh no, 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 would I? Everyone's yeah. entitled to their belief, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get to the bottom of who you both are, why you're getting involved with Trinity Paranormal Team. Now you go to a spiritual church. You're yeah. a Catholic. What do you get from the spiritual church? For me, it brings a comfort. Um, Ever since I've gone, I've just felt at ease. It's I've felt like it's my place that where I belong. Um, I know they give off messages, and but I just like to see other people as well. Their reactions to when they're being told something personal about their family or something that no one else in that room would ever know. Do you ever question it? I do. Yeah, I always. I always wonder how 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 are you how do you know something that personal? How have you got that information? Um, so we've had psychics on the show yeah. that believe everybody <clears throat> has psychic powers, um, and right now it's very fashionable to be a psychic or very fashionable to go ghost hunting. Mm. It it is huge business these days. So I always question everything. Yeah. 
Um, so what what do yeah. you do with it? What, what's I it mean, all to about? be honest, go to the point you just made yeah, there. Yeah, sure. I mean, we tend to debunk as much as possible. Right. Um, we're not one of them. If there's a noise, if there's a creak, oh, oh Lord, it's a, um, a spirit. We'll go in, we'll investigate, we'll find rational explanations for it. Um, yeah, we don't we don't jump to conclusions, do we? We don't we don't make our guests think, oh, there's a tap on the wall. That's that's paranormal. It could be there's something. Could be anything. Could, could be, be there's, there's a mouse in the wall and it's eating away at the wall. Well, um, mainly yeah, because a lot of places we investigate are kind of derelict. So you've got to take that into account that the building itself is going to make noises. Now, you say you investigate. How do you go about it? Right, you come to the tower, what do you do? You're here to investigate. What we do, um, we set up a series of static cameras, night vision. Now, what is a static camera? It's basically a camera that stays in one position pointing at a certain area. We'll put that in a corner, on a wall away from anything physically being able to touch it or knock it or interfere. Sometimes, as you say, we will invite mediums to come along and participate in the investigation. We do a spirit board investigations, or as people call it, Ouija board. Then we do a closing. We always offer protection for the individual who comes on the investigation. How can you offer protection? Well, that's more of a spiritual side that Bernard does. Yeah, it's more like a spiritual um, protection, so it'll just... It'll enforce their um, energy around them, so it'll just it'll just ground them, really, and just... So nothing will... And where does this come from? Um, I learned this through um, a medium I know. Um, he helped me develop it, and... Um, use it on the investigation. It's like you say, everyone's got a certain psychic ability. So, so you you're can... telling me Bernard's got a psychic ability? I'd say Do more I? empathy. <laughs> empathy. Yeah. Cause yeah. When... He picks up emotions. Whereas, whereas yeah. you're more... You've seen things, whereas I haven't. Yeah. I'll When we go on an investigation, I'll pick up on feelings and um, emotions of a person or the building or whatever's coming to me and Ian will pick up more on the f hopefully the physical aspects yeah. of it. So getting back to this building we've got the static cameras, you've protected the people that are there what do we do? Just sit and watch? We'll split people up and depending on the size of the building we'll go up from one end to the other so we don't interfere with each other's investigation so if you make a noise the other people won't think it's a spirit or something coming through um, we do a walkabout to test areas. You've probably seen on the television the EMF meters, the electromagnetic field meters, which, if there's a spirit around, will make the EMF fluctuate. But we'll Why go. Why does that work? It's believed that a spirit, when they manifest, they produce an electronic field, and this particular item will register if there's anything in the area. But we'll go around and make sure that there's nothing in the area, like um, electric cables can interfere. So we'll make sure that there's nothing there that's going to trigger these and then come into the investigation. Let me stop you there. Bernard, I've got to ask yeah. this question and, and, and feel free to join in as well, Ian. Uh, I'm told by many, many spiritualists, uh, mediums, 
that you never go near a Ouija board, that they are the most dangerous thing, that you open doors that you can never close. What do you say to that? I think if used responsibly, it's just another form of communication How for them. How can it be used responsibly if it is a dangerous weapon? See, now, we've never had a problem with that. We've we've always treated it with respect. We never entice. We never um, aggressively try and find something to come out. We'll, we'll open it up properly. We'll introduce ourselves and everyone around, whoever wants to go on it. We don't force anyone on it. Um, and we'll introduce each other just so they know who we are. We'll politely just say we are coming with respect. We want to communicate with you. If you do want to communicate with us, that's brilliant. If not, then let someone else come on. But we've never... We've never, never encountered... I think if you use it responsibly, as I say, I mean, you're not aggressive, you're not disrespectful to any spirits that come through. You always say at the end of it, you close it down properly and say thank you to the spirits for actually being there and communicating with you. I say, I mean, it goes to the protection. I believe that you can actually... Yeah, you can protect yourself with your beliefs. But it, if it is a higher being, and if they do exist, surely they have far more power than you two, or any of us. Well, I pres- yeah, I suppose that is a possibility. But, I mean, the spirit board, I suppose <coughs> you could come then with any other form of communication device, like the spirit boxes where you shout out with them and get voices coming through. What is the spirit box? It's a basically in a piece of equipment that runs through white noise frequencies radio, radio, frequen- signals, radio signals basically and spirits are allegedly supposed to be able to communicate through these boxes now that to me then is quite similar to a spirit board because you're still communicating with a spirit so what's the difference between using one of them and a, a Ouija board I think if it's all done respectfully um, we've never encountered any problems. Now, there's many people doing what you're doing, isn't there? Yeah, days? there is, yeah. Yeah, there's quite a lot. Do you get on with each other or do you not bother with each other? We aim to work with them. We don't like, we don't, we've experienced a few in the past who have been quite, quite manipulative towards us. Well, when towards we first started groups. off, yeah. I think we believe in, like, uh, we call it like a para unity. We're, at the end of the day, we're all here to make an investigation and being funny, being disrespectful to other groups, I just don't see the point. Yeah, because we're all in for the same goal. We all want to find something. We always want. We all want. We, we all, all want, want to that find proof. that evidence, don't we? That's yeah. something. I mean, we've done from um, joint investigations with other companies, other groups. We have no problems whatsoever with that. I think, if anything, it should build up um, like a little community within ourselves. Yeah, because we are, we are friendly with a group down in Wolverhampton. We all we always communicate with them. They've helped us. We've helped them. Um, there's been a group in the Wirral. We did a, a group event with last month, and from what we've experienced from them groups, we've had no trouble at yeah. all. But there have been others who we do know that there has been a lot of how can you put it backstabbing and such within groups which is it's a shame yeah which we want to just stay away from yeah we don't 
participate Do people with that. in general welcome you when you want to uh, go into their um their buildings oh yeah because i mean we find a lot of people especially if they've had um things going on with there they want to find out they want an explanation but i say i mean we find with ghost hunting that there's times it can be the most frustrating thing in the world because you will be sitting there for hours with very little activity it can be cold <laughs> it can be quite lonely and you need a lot of patience yeah um, we've experienced sometimes when people come on to our events and they've watched the TV programmes and they think that within every split second something's going to happen something's going to happen and it's it's not sometimes it is we've got to sit there and we've got to be patient well the TV programmes are edited anyway yeah exactly so cut all the blank bits out exactly how I long think- have you both been doing it? Two, um, just two over years. two years, isn't yeah. it? We first... Well, what was our first event? I think it was Nugent Park. So, Ian, I've got to ask, uh, in the two years, what have you experienced that you can't um, explain? Um, I've seen, personally, um, shadows that I can't explain what's caused them or why they've appeared. Um, I have caught... Various voices on an EVP, electronic voice <coughs> phenomena, which is a small recording device. Then, when I know personally there's been no one around, nothing can interfere it, and I've had responses back through this. Then, I think what a lot of people, you've got all this high tech equipment now, but I personally think the best piece of equipment you've got is yourself. You know when you walk into a place, you'll get that uneasiness or you'll get that feeling heaviness. If you re- trust in your own feelings rather than an electronic device. Let me stop you there because you just made a comment that I've heard before. So I'll ask what the explanation is. Heaviness, what do you mean by that? It's like when you walk into a place and you feel it can be felt as a tightness on the chest, your breathing's affected. It's a feeling of. You're not alone, in a way. There is something there. Something's not quite right. Mm. Bernard, what have you discovered in the two years? There was one night where I've been pulled by my pant- by the belt of my pants. Um, were people there with you when that happened? People were all in view of who was in that group. And I, could, I, I knew everyone was there in front of me. Because we so meet. did people see you actually being pulled? Yeah, because you were you were in the other side of the room. I was in the yeah, other and side. There was a couple of fellow investigators by you. Well, we're not close enough to actually physically touch, but within a vicinity to catch what went on. Yeah, that really quite scared me. That actually, because <laughs> you, you when you can see everyone and you know, like Ian was on the side of me knowing that he could see everyone and that nothing physical touched me but I could feel being pulled back it does unnerve you a little bit doesn't it as much as you do these investigations when certain things happen it does kind of take yeah, your breath yeah. <laughs> to finish off and I'll ask each of you Ian I'll start with you what do you want people to take from this interview we've just done? Um, To be open-minded. 
there's a lot of things out there that we we're investigating and just be a bit more open to what other experiences are there there's been countless um stories and people investigating this so there's got to be something really does have to be something out there Bernard? I'm, I'm going to say the same as Ian I want people to be open minded to what we're doing and what we're looking for um, sorry to interrupt and also um, question things don't take everything for granted if something does happen why did that happen what was around at the time and think more into it. Try and find the answers. Yeah, because we feel if you if you don't come to us with questions at the end of the night, then we've not gave you the experience that you've been looking for or you've not enjoyed it as much. We want you to question things that have happened, question what's, why. Basically walk away going, what was that? Yeah. Just... What do you say to people who've been with you all night, sat there, freezing cold, nothing happens... Unfortunately, the one thing we can't guarantee is anything. Yeah, we we don't. We've been in places that have reportedly had amazing nights, and we've sat there and come away with a creak. It's just unfortunately that's the way it goes. Ian, how can people find out more about Trinity Paranormal Team? Well, we have a website. Um, By all means, visit that, and it'll have a list of our events and then go into details about our team members and stuff. Yeah. We also do private events if people don't want to come on an event for that. The private event is if they want their house investigating and such, like we can go in, take them, do an investigation, and then if they feel they need to take it further, we can pass them on to people with our evidence. Then Ian, the Trinity Paranormal Team, thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you very much. much.